put Chris on blast real quick? This is uncalled for. Oh, you this, this is, this is a cold you can't say, open. You can't say, I, don't worry, I've got an idea for a cold open, and then start with, I'm going to put Chris on blast. <laughs> well, I, I have an I idea for how to start our show. Chris, fuck you. You know what I mean? Eat shit, dude. I just want to call, this is, this is a very important right. matter. We were discussing cancellations off mic. And I would like to cancel Chris real what? quick. Wait, wait, wait. Because of the way that he opens canned drinks. He, I opened it all the way He's right holding now. one right now and he but didn't he, do it. But he did. This is actually wild. He did open it earlier and didn't... Chris doesn't open it all the way on the first pull. He pulls it till it clicks and then drinks from the tiny, tiny little crack yeah, that you can't even I've see with your eyes. I've seen him do that. And I hate it. He does it less now just because he drinks less soda now, though. Chris, no, no, no. I still do it every time. I have to. Un- I do it when it gets halfway. I crack it all the way when it gets halfway or so. When he when it gets halfway. So, like, this is the weirdest way I've ever seen anyone drink from a can. I have seen a weirder one. Can we better explain it first? So, like, I open it enough that it has cracked open, and then I drink it kind of like it's a juice box without a straw. Yeah, because there's, like, a little gap. Like, I don't think this is totally it's insane. Not, it's, it's just it's not an efficient way out of the realm of It's not about efficiency. Now let me explain myself. Explain yourself. Explain your logic. Defend your... Face your accuser. I start... <laughs> oh, thank God. As all people should have, impeachment inquiries or otherwise, you should always be allowed to confront your accuser. Yeah. Anyway. Chris, when you get stranded on an alien planet and get questioned by giant stone statues like in the Adventure Zone and they whisper mean yeah. things about you, this is going to be one of them. Opened his cans. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's the facts. Oh, okay. boy. But I'll explain myself. It's Here's a show my... about fun facts and lying to your <laughs> Wait, friend. Chris, continue explaining explain yourself. I just need to say the name of the show. Okay. Because in where, where I grew up in South Carolina, a lot of people drink the same thing. So when I would go to stuff in middle school, I wouldn't know which drink was mine. Mm-hmm. So I developed it as a way to always know what drink is mine. And even though I don't necessarily need it for that reason anymore, it's just habit at this point that I have to do it no matter what. And it's comforting at this stage. It's comforting. I don't know if comforting is the right word. It's just what it I probably do. is. I'm I, just used to drinking a soda that way. So if, like, I like, if I opened a beer and handed it to you all the way, I would spill it on myself. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great weapon you've given. That us. has actually happened to me multiple times, where someone has like um, opened a soda for and given it to me, and I've spilled it on myself. So because I expect there to be absolutely no flow until I squeeze the can at the beginning. Good I have God. seen a weirder way that people drank soda, but I want to to sort of not put this person on blast. I was in like seventh grade, so I think this dude was in like eighth grade at the time. Game. Shit happens. We don't do... People do shit like this in eighth grade. It's chill. It's fine. But this dude was like... Takes a soda and he looks at me and he's like, hold up. And he bites into the top and bites and bites around it in a circle until the top comes off and then drinks out of the remaining part like a cup. I want... He opened the top first so the pressure wouldn't release when he did the first bite. My lips are in pain thinking about I this. don't understand how he didn't bleed or eat metal shavings or... It's like those people that I know I won't put anyone on blast. The people I know that can open like a like a high life with their belly button. I've never forgotten the one time I saw that stunt. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, but how are you guys going to survive in this media environment without putting people on blast? That's what the show needs, is more direct follow-up. Is, is the Is the blast segment where someone goes on blast? Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. I'll do I'll do an actual fact. Yeah, because you're first. All right. Okay. 
So it's actually kind of a fun tie-in because uh, last week um, we uh, we talked about the the, was it the toy hall of fame yeah, and how mm-hmm. cardboard boxes are, if I recall, in um, the toy hall of fame um, as sort of a supporting character. So um, I've I've wanted to do a Yu-Gi-Oh fact for a long time, but I realized Chris would already know it, and I. After working at a game store for a while, I got really back into playing Magic, and I have a fact about that game, which was, apparently, when you mentioned it was one of the contenders for the Toy Hall of Fame thing, apparently it did win, even though I said, I like that game, but it's not, it feels out of place there. Here's the fact. Every Magic card ever, since 1993, when it fucking came out, has the same uh, stray pen mark on the back of the card design, like the back of card design. And the reason is they fucked it up in the first printing. They had a pe- extra pen mark on their back of card design. And then if they ever change it, you can't play with those together because then you'll have some idea of what card is on top because it will or won't have the pen mark. So they're stuck having the pen mark on the back of, do not, you can't Google image it. You can't Google image it. They're stuck having the pen mark on the back of every card forever because otherwise if they changed it, you could tell. You see what I'm saying? Because if if you had I'm some sure cards, if they if they went okay, so when they first printed the first Magic cards, there was they. You know how there's like a design on the back of if you have like a trading card yeah, game, yeah, you have yeah. to have the the card back be consistent so that you can't like know what's on top of your deck coming next based on the card you. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they first printed the first like print run. However, when they sent the design to the printer, there was like an excess pen mark that like had been straightly drawn on there. So then the, that first entire print run was done with that pen mark on the back. Okay. And now they're stuck with it because to remove the pen okay. mark I got would entail now. changing the card back in a way that Which would Which means you would you... know if they're about to play a first series card, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so like, let's say you had some cards in your deck that were pre-pen mark and some that were, or pre-removal of the pen mark and some that were post- Okay, I see what you're saying. Does that does that clear it up? Yeah, it was like how some of the movie Yu-Gi-Oh cards were printed with the anime style back, which is just like basically. That, oh, the, the like brown with the black. It's basically circle. the Kanye West T-shirt style. Yeah, yeah. Are, it does look like that. Where it's like a brown suit where those like those are like basically. You can't use them. I mean, I think some of them are legal, but like you would never do it because of that, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, or like you'd have to it'd have to be like like an opaque sleeves, which you don't really want. But yeah, th- that's that's the fact. Is all magic cards have the same errant pen mark on the back of them because if they change the card back now, you'll be able to tell what's on top of your deck, <laughs> and they're stuck with it. They've been stuck with it for twenty six years. Interesting. Interesting. Feels like something that would have been corrected. I don't know. I don't know how else to guide you on this one. Like this is uh, you're you're on the open ocean of this nonsense. It is nonsense a little bit. It is nonsense a little bit, but that's the point. That's the fun of it. I mean, we started this show talking about how a dude baked himself into a frisbee. This is true. I'm trying to figure out like how much they would care about that now, considering for the main competitive scene, those cards are gone. Well, but the problem is, sure that's true now, but. There would have had to been a time, like a changeover point. And at that point, you would always have that moment of inflection. You know what I mean? But but if you did it now, like if you did it at any point, like in the recent 
But if you did it today, sure. then... It, it wouldn't matter it today. You would know, basically, it's a new series card, which yeah. you know people are going to have anyway. Exactly. Or it's something that's in the gigantic unknown. No, because all the ones... If you did it with the next set that came out, all the previous ones would have the pen mark on them. So then... I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's you're less saying, of an advantage to know that it's a new series card than to know it's an old series card. Mm. So, if we're just going from, like, a... I will tell you. I will like tell you. Like a mind game tempo perspective, I'm getting too card game medic. No, no, no. I will tell you from how the from knowing how like the game's competitive scene works. That is not true. Like there are there are definitely times when like especially because they'll reprint things yeah. and so it would like that that would not work that way. But then pragmatically, well, if they just did it now and they reprint and they did all the reprints like that for now on, I don't think it would matter as much as you would think it would after the first might, couple though. months. I think. I think the answer I mean, unless there was a, a mechanism for exchanging old series which, yeah, cards, which would be insane. Cards, would I be, think the answer to but fix it would also lose value. Of that's the, the thing. Your people cards. people get real antsy about the monetary investment. I get that. Mm -hmm. I just think there is a way to fix it. Because hmm. in theory, the cards with the mark are worth more after that. Maybe I, I would actually no, but then but then people aren't going to exchange their cards for the new ones, which ruins the point. Problematic, exactly. Ooh. The competitive people would. The people that are just collectors that want the money would No, because the competitive, competitive people just play with sleeves. Still... It's like irrelevant. If they let you do it, it'd be irrelevant. Well, then what's the point? If it, if they play with sleeves. Well, but they want it to, they don't want it to be a problem for people just playing at home who might not want to buy sleeves or whatever. But those people don't care enough. I think those people care enough. Maybe. Hmm. It's like if if you it's like if half of your deck is penmark and half isn't. And that means you can narrow down at a 50 50, like you can narrow down by half what's on top all of the time. I feel like if you're just playing a game at home with your friends, you still don't like that. Like, imagine when we play some, okay, I don't know how many people on the podcast will know what Sushi Go is, but we play that game every now and again. And imagine if, if like, the chopstick card was, that's yeah, different. that's entirely different. And here's why from like a, like a, Game tempo perspective that's different because you can know by the mark what card it is versus if, if this is true in Magic, all you know is based on the mark how old the card is. That right, but that could, tell, that could give you information on what it is depending on when they printed it. Maybe. It, it's too broad. It, it would. It, I'll tell you that it would. You'd have to know, like, you, and I don't know if people know this, but, like, you'd have to really... I think it'd be too much to think about in the moment. Even eventually, for a card game eventually it wouldn't be a problem for the first eventually, like, couple of years. It would absolutely, and especially because they have rotating formats where they say like the past two years of shit is all that's legal. And at that stage, of course, think, you're in the clear. I think like the idea, and this is from someone that plays card games a lot. The idea of what was in what series becomes kind of amalgamous at some point when you're in the competitive format. Like even that's not true for me. I'll just tell you off the bat. Maybe it's not true for Magic, but typically. For you don't necessarily know what expansion everything came in if you were playing the format that has like the last six or whatever. There is a point where you might not have it memorized. That's I, what I'm saying. So if you if you have the idea that like oh marked cards are from four expansions ago, so you can be like okay it has to be one of these like 400 cards and I guess he's playing a white deck so it has to be this. I know it would be point X and it. older. Like it wouldn't even be like this subset. It would be like a flat. I think of the. I know people would, think that hard about it. The problem would be being able to identify the new cards, though. Like the yeah, especially because like, like, then you'd be because you would know. That's what I'm saying. It. There's a point where it like diverges on which is worse. Mm. The first set, it's obviously the newer cards, yeah. but like. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, everybody's playing like a four of of this new thing only, and it's like, wow, well, I just know when it's on top all of the time now. I could see that. So, so this is so this is why they have this dilemma, and there's this fucking errant pen mark that's been stuck there for twenty six years. 
Errant Penmark is the new name of my Magic the Gathering based band. Ooh. That's, if this uh, is true. If it's not, then it's... Then it's, then it's something different. Oh, boy. I There's a guy who does do, like... I think a guy who, like, raps major tournament recaps, and I don't like that thought. I, I probably couldn't get through one listening. How does he rap the recap? Does he rap, like, the card play? I don't know, because it would hurt me to listen to it. He'd have to say the word tap so many times. No, I mean, I don't think he, like, goes through the whole game. Well, I think it's, it's more of, like, an attempt at doing it like a like an epic of somebody winning I'm something. I'm less interested if it's not, like, a... Play like a play-by-play? Play play. Yeah. I would love... Everything should have play-by-plays that are wrapped. Like, I think, like, the people... Like, on baseball games, that should be... They should... Like, on the radio, they should wrap them. And I think that... Kanye West should cast every single baseball game. You know how... Oh, you know how, um... You ever see that video that's like auctioneers with rap beats behind oh, no, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should just always be that way at the auctions. Why do they all wear cowboy hats? Because they're in Texas. Yeah, that's just like... That was a Texas cattle auction. They're literally auctioning cows. Wait. Have you ever been to a cattle auction? Fuck no. What the fuck? I haven't, fuck? but I've seen videos. I have, so I guess I'm... Alone. That specific pattern is like <laughs> Texas cattle auction pattern. Cattle auctions are crazy. What happened? What what are they, I don't understand. It's a catalog. Well, right, but what's crazy cows. about them is it just that the auction years do that cadence, or is there something else crazy There's about There's also the just a lot of cows in the room. So and so it's a lot more organized than you expect it to be. The the pattern sounds like chaos, but it's actually like a very specific. Yeah. Oh yeah, they probably have to learn it over like a long. Oh, absolutely. They, they absolutely. You're practice. trying to convey information, so you can't just go full fucking Yosemite Sam, even though that's what it will sound like. I just remember being else. really young. Well, not really. So young. you went to a cattle auction? Yeah, I've been to a bunch. Remember my dad right. grew up on a cattle farm. That's true. So like and they were still selling cows there until I was like twelve. So I think I went to one when I was like ten. And it was just kinda crazy because I had no idea what the person was saying. But they my dad and all of them would be like, Yes. Or yeah. like, oh man. Did when they were selling their stuff. Did man, I just feel I feel so sad for you because you have such a poignant beef legacy. <laughs> and I don't eat it. Yeah. you can't eat How? it. Yeah. <laughs> How much are they auctioning these cows for? Like, really could we remember. get one if we undercut someone hard enough? I could look up, like, how how much are beef cows worth? I don't really remember that part of it. How much for one Angus cow? And I'm not saying we eat that the was cow. Actually what I'm saying we raise it had, so that'd be as our own. Answer. Because... Cattle prices and profitability in 2019. Because I think that we could... I don't want to eat it. Yeah, I'm just using units that I... I might be on the abolish units track like, now, Chris. It's like uh, per hundred, like three thousand dollars. bitcoins. Yearlings sell between eight and fifteen. Yeah, okay. This is stirring my memory a bit. I think the most stuff my grandfather had was like twenty-eight to four thousand ish, somewhere in there. Was usually what they were selling for. Twenty-eight to four. Yeah, like twenty-eight hundred to four thousand. Oh. Per- I heard per twenty-eight cow. to four thousand, and so I assumed you meant. Just think of how much that... meat there is, like for a beef. Oh, it's astonishing, cow. but like a hundred yeah. pounds of beef. This this show is mostly about beef, isn't it? We talk a lot about which beef is weird here. because you again eat no beef I can't. at this point. Well, yeah, you can, you kind of can. I eat a lot of chicken though. You oh my god, you eat so much chicken. I want. I made a lot of chicken tonight. I think I want. I've eaten. This is the first time in three episodes that I'm not currently cooking chicken. I've That's eaten a pound and a half of chicken so far today. Oh. And I need to eat more later, so... I might also have to eat 
chicken there. Okay, I, I'll let y'all guess now. I, I like the tangent we got on. I felt like the debate on what the actual fact was getting a bit slow. It was it was a classic that's the facts tangent. And I, mean, I leaned I into like, the auctioneer I, thing. I feel like we've reached the phase where we can have classic bits at this point. Can no, we? I mean I, I like the <laughs> I like the cadence that gets established where we do the fact and then we kind of let it go where it goes as a topic for broader discussion, and then we return to it. I've dubbed this fact magic marker on my person. Oof! Oh! Oof! Got I, him! I, yes! I, Oof! I just wanted to brag on that real quick. All right, Oof! Now let's make a call here. All right. John, uh, I'm going to say... I'm just going to say false, because I feel it. I'm going to say yes. This is true. Oh, this gonna, is actually feels, true, feels very which is insane to, to me. I, it was but one of those things that felt true, but like... If you look up the true. picture, I can't unsee it now. I worked at a store that this was their primary business thing for nine months and six months in i learned about this and you'll see it forever if you ever see these now and it's just there forever mtg uh, card back mistake or just like look up like pen mark if it's like bo- i think it's in the bottom left somewhere oh is it over the t uh blow it up blow it up yeah, you see it? Oh, that's so. Oh my God, that's the worst. And they, if I knew the card back, I would, I would believe. They, the, they uh... can't change it. It's just been twenty six years, and they're stuck this way. I was at that store yesterday, and I, um, just for as as part of a, a goof not worth explaining, they had some very old pack of magic cards from like ninety four, ninety five. That was like it. The set was so bad that they're still like eight dollars, even though they're just like extremely old. So I opened one. And the, the like, color of the back design was, like, off enough from what it is now that I'm like, they could just fucking remove the pen thing if this is the world we're living in. Yeah. But that's that's not very important. That's me being pedantic about something. Who's up to bat? Who's hitting the ball? I believe it's, me, it's Chris. Yeah. All right. So here's mine. Back in the day, Lewis and Clark could not get life insurance. So what they did instead was autograph a bunch of stuff so that it would be worth money if they died and gave it to their respective next of kins. And that's what, um, what years was their whole thing? 1800-something to 1800-something. One yeah. second, I'll give you that. I know it's the early 1800s, but I'll give you that. Okay, so just one more time for clarity. 1804 to 1806. They couldn't get they life. couldn't get life insurance for yes. what they were doing. So what they did so that their families would have something is they autographed slash signed a bunch of stuff huh. so that people could sell that their next kid could sell that if they died. So they wouldn't huh. just be like penniless if I they died. I had never really entertained the thought that life insurance. One other existed. thing I'm gonna. One other thing I'm going to clear up for you is life insurance has existed since at least the early 18th century. Yeah, so that, no, because I, I know that at least there was shipping insurance back then, so it would make sense that there was at least... So I'm going to give you that one insurance. so okay. you know like life insurance was a thing. But the question was, were they that worried about it? Okay, here's the thing I do know. Apparently they, I forget what it exactly is, but like they drank like a shitload of mercury by accident because they were drinking tainted water all the time or something. Also, everybody mm-hmm. just took mercury for everything. That yeah, was it. No, Abraham Lincoln this took is mercury actually, pills. Apparently you can, tra- uh, you can, their trail is still traceable. And the reason is they were taking a bunch of the mercury pills and the thing is like they would shit and it would, they would just yeah, leave it. That would make and sense. so there's like too much mercury, mercury in the soil wherever spots. they were. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There was a bunch of stuff about Lewis and Clark when I went to Little Rock. It was kind of hilarious how much stuff they had. I mean, about them. They they ain't got much else out there. Yeah. Also St. Louis had a lot of Let them have it, you know. That, that made more sense. 
Yeah. Uh, shit. Okay. Yeah, like Abraham Lincoln took mercury pills for... It might have been depression. For his extremely big hat yes. illness. Yes. <laughs> to treat his hat. To treat his hat. Get they it back. had to shrink that thing somehow. They had to shrink that thing somehow. And if you actually Which look... Which is funny because the hat would have been a significant source of mercury because of because a lot of hats had mercury in them. Yeah. You see, <laughs> see, if you actually look at early versus late Lincoln pictures, you can see that his hat actually decreases by about four inches in height <laughs> and about an inch in diameter. Um, so... Here's the thing. <laughs> if Lew if I ran a, a thing that gave life insurance and Lewis and Clark came to me and were like, let me get one of those, I'd be like, no. <laughs> I would turn them right the fuck away. You're crossing unknown territory with uh, unknown tribes of people who are almost certainly hostile to us because we're stealing their land. And you're just slamming Mercury the whole time. Let's say no thank you. Uninsurable. Uninsurable. Go check with MetLife, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have a pre-existing condition. It's called doing stupid shit. <laughs> and, and you can't you can't have our policy. So that's... I can't... The part where they couldn't get insurance tracks. The thing is, okay, if they died, they wouldn't have done enough cool shit for people to be hyped about their signatures. <laughs> so I don't know... Well, no, no, because it would have been... Because they were still... It was very publicized. It was like what they well were publicized. Yeah. So they were like, grand explorers, and people would be like, have a piece of the mission that failed, or something like that. Yeah. The expedition that failed. They would have that said kind it of the in idea that exact it. Yeah, it would, have been, it would have been collectible. So it was like, step right up for Lewis and Clark memorabilia. Come yeah. see those killed by the rampaging savages. This is me This is me doing the time. The thing of the yes, time. And I, that don't, is, I don't feel this way. Yeah, I think... I've been watching a lot of Deadwood. <laughs> Man, how do you know every TV show that I've never heard of? Uh, it's because I have an HBO Now subscription. I, I'll take that <laughs> that's, as face that's value. It. I've been watching a lot of HBO dramas um, to get value out of that oh subscription. God. They just... Also, don't forget that, like... It, if I don't remember about Clark, but Lewis was already, like, a well-known person. He was, like, a presidential secretary or whatever. Yeah. Did he... So he was, like, a known me? person. Did they... Secretary of the President. I just looked it up. Did they have... President's personal secretary? Like secretary to the president. What that may have been the before chief of staff. Yeah. What I'm wondering is what kind of objects were they signing? Was it like exploration related I, maps? Maybe I don't have that on maps. There. I would assume good. it's either like for for Lewis, it may have been things from the presidential time he had. That's also, valid. I'm sure it was maps and stuff too. I think because I immediately went to magnifying glass and I was like, "What? That's nothing. What the fuck <laughs> am I?" You Are you thinking telescope, perhaps? That's the thing, is that's what I should be thinking, but that's not what I was. And the next thing I thought of was, like, rope? <laughs> like, you could sign... Sign my rope. Sign the rope. Oh, God. This is... This is, at minimum, a good strategy. Absolutely. For solving this problem. I was trying to find what Clark did beforehand to see if he would be known, because I couldn't remember. Mirror he was Weather, a war hero. Okay. Meriwether Lewis and Peregrine Clark. No. William Clark, but yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. it just no, says, that's, just, that's just the way that I will always remember it. He, he was a known war person. A known war person. Like a lieutenant that had some war stories about it. Son. I wonder, so here's God. what I wonder. Do you think that like in the first like two centuries, or in like the first century of the U.S., when they were still developing their own independent accent, do you think they pronounced it lieutenant? They shouldn't have. But, but they I'm sure they probably what did. A, what a shitty... That's one of the worst defenders in the English language. It's just, true. what'd you do? 
You mess- I think Colonel is a worse offender, personally. You know what? And they're very similar. What is happening in the military? I think it, I think it has to do... So I think you can actually trace this pretty well. It, I think it has to do with the way that those letters were rendered on printing presses at the time. Because... because fr- uh, this is a ye old situation. English borrowed a lot from French, is what I'm saying. Mm. Why do we say Colonel wrong? Why do we? Why do British pronounce it Lieutenant? Okay, you get that one. I got this one. Why is the Colonel pronounced Colonel? Wow, that's a really weird sentence to read when you're not reading it. Uh, or the reading. you and, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. You go ahead. You can blame the French for it, but not all. The letters L and R and the letters U and V have been troublesome over the years. The U and V were often written the same as V is often unvoiced to, to sound like an F. The French took the Latin words locum tenens meaning in place of, and substituted their translation lieutenant, meaning in place of. Mm. When it was printed in England, it was pronounced lieutenant, probably because it, of the way the printing presses were, because the U and the B were changed. Man, I just, you know, sometimes, you know, microwave your popcorn long enough, and you have all those extra colonials in the bag, and it's just... So, colonel came to English from the 16th century French word coronel. Coronel. Mm-hmm. And... Basically, because of the war that we had with the French, it just kind of happened mm-hmm. in America. And I think that's where it took over by the uh... So, uh, it sounds like we changed the spelling of it and then shortened the pronunciation, basically. So what, if, that. what if instead of pronouncing these words, like, well, they turn all the military ranks, like, equally, just, just not even close to the spelling? What if Admiral was just pronounced like, um, like, uh... You know, Biscetto. Yeah. What if, you know, what if, what if instead of privates in the military, they started calling them fucking, uh... That'd be weird if they just did that. Yeah. They started calling, but not, you know what? Yeah. They just call them fucking. They probably do that already. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, what, what are other military ranks? Um, uh, corporals are... Sure. What if instead of corporal, they called them fucking honey-baked ham? Because that's how close <laughs> these pronunciations are. Instead of general, it's croissant. Yeah. They're all God. actually foods. They're just foods. They're all Except foods. Except for privates, which are fucking. Yeah. And then... Um, God, privates do be fucking, though. Okay. Yeah, apparently that's actually pretty true. They get pretty hard in the no military. I have no idea if yeah. I, I mean, I was just talking about privates as a general. Oh. No, apparently they do get really horny in the military. Oh, that was layers. a big goof that I missed. Yeah, because yeah, people yeah, are... yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. How are you guys feeling about this? I, the problem, we've, we've returned to this true thing about me very many times, which is that you could tell me anything happened before like 1920 and I'll believe it. It's the worst thing in the world. I absolutely <laughs> do believe this. I think I'm with is you. Is that yours? What's yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, if now here's what I'll give you real quick. I base this, I chicken out of my original fact okay. to make this fake one. <laughs> The original was, this was actually true of the Apollo astronauts that went on the moon. Oh, shit! But no, I figured that, that, that would be too believable, so I backed out and made it something Holy else shit. that was dangerous. Even though I didn't see this in First Man, but... But yeah, that, that is actually true of the Apollo astronauts. They couldn't get life insurance for the first walk on the moon, so like there was a bunch of stuff they signed. That way, if they died doing the first walk on the moon, their families could sell the thousands of autographs they had. Have you guys ever read the statement they wrote for Nixon, Nixon in case they left them on the moon? 
Uh, I, I don't remember if I have. Wait, how would you ever leave them on the moon? If they they have no, the no, no, fucking no. rocket but ship. In case, the, in case they couldn't get off. Like, if they got stuck. Uh, if they got stuck. Yeah, hold on. Nixon? You had to, They had statements for all that kind of did stuff. Did they have, like, backup moon colony plans? Or were they all just kind of... Did they all just have a cyanide no, tablet no, no, ready no. to fire off? They would They would probably done Start something. Like, yeah. Something. yeah. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see if I have it. If I have it. I just want to read one part that I really like. But anyway, yeah. I just adapted something that was kind of... I didn't think about that. They weren't... It is pretty wild to read about the Apollo thing. Like, they signed a bunch of stuff so their family could, like, make... Like, could have money if they died doing it. The thing is, even though they didn't die, the shit's probably still worth Oh, it is still worth a bunch like, of money. They, yep. <laughs> it's probably it worth more money than it... But they did it because, like, they literally couldn't get life insurance for what they were doing. Like, no person would cover it. Did NASA not just be like, listen... So, guys, listen to this opening line. This would have been, like, one of the all-time fucking speeches. All right, hit me. And it would have come from Nixon. From Nixon. Oh, God. <laughs> Jolly. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. Fate has ordained. The men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. That is the opening that fucking would have been, line, though. That would have been... That shit is poignant. Yeah, that would have been rough. That's some John Lovett right there. What? Did they have a... <laughs> when they came back, did he still... <laughs> some Sam Seaborn level stuff. God right damn you. <laughs> Did, when they came back, was there still... I actually don't know how I don't know this. Was there still a speech, or was it just like, hell yeah, dude, we did it. I don't need to give a fucking speech. Went to the goddamn moon. Like, <laughs> like, did they just televise the moon landing well, that and been leave what, it? If Johnson had still been president, that's what would have, it would have been. He would have pulled his dick out. <laughs> he would have... That, that, is, that is Johnson's strategy for a lot of stuff. He would have... Mine would have been like, the craters of the moon are too crowded with angels tonight. Good... God damn it! <laughs> Calling it back to Sam Seaborn. I fucking hate you. You're my best friend and I hate you. <laughs> they wouldn't have starved to death because the moon's made of cheese, you know? So. God. What a good line. I wish that was a real speech line. Well, if we want to buy more cheese. I never understood where that came from. If we want to buy more cheese. The moon being made of cheese. We gotta go to them to the ads. It's because it looks like... <laughs> <laughs> Cinema's hottest podcast is home viewing. What are you doing? This show has everything. Please stop. Blu-rays, DVDs, dog sounds, <sighs> guest this episodes. This isn't working. But you know what does work? Discussing our entire film library week by week in alphabetical order. Uh, I'm John. And I'm Bethany. And this is Home Viewing. Wednesdays on the Pocket Podcast Network. So... I've been thinking a lot about pickles lately. Okay. I always am. A oh, pickle rig. Um, sorry. Oh god. Uh, I had to be the one. I now you're canceled. All right. I have. Uh, <laughs> I, have <laughs> yeah. I have avoided watching season three of. Rick you should watch it. It's actually fine. Okay, as someone who to. just watched it like literally a week and a half ago, because I finally felt it was safe to watch. It was good. I don't understand why there was so much hype around specifically the Pickle Rick episode. Especially because the lesson of the episode is that Rick is a bad person yeah. people shouldn't want to be like. Anyway, you should watch it. But you should watch it. You should also watch the new season of South Park. Yeah, but... You... Fair. Fair points. Both fair points. But right now, I'm, in, I'm just deep in a Leftovers binge. Okay. So it's like... I'm, I'm working on that. I'm deep and in your friends leftovers binge. I know where you're at. are pickles. My Leftovers are pickles. Alright. So I've been really wanting to like get into making pickles but like not pickled cucumbers like specifically 
whenever I need to buy jalapenos, Trader Joe's doesn't sell individual jalapeno peppers. They sell, like, giant packages of jalapenos. Who doesn't do that? Well, for once, the thing is, for once I managed to actually get through all the jalapenos. But, like, who? But I was just going to make it into... That is bizarre. Just go to Kroger for just the jalapeno. I mean... The get best the one jalapeno. Get, the best place to get jalapenos is actually um, DeKalb Farmer's Market because they're so fucking cheap. But it's, so, it's too far away for it to be worth just the jalapeno. That's what Just I'm the jalapeno. That's a fair point. I that's go there all point. the time for my meats. This fact does have... That's a good place to get your meats. Yeah, yeah that's where I, I get all my duck. I like, to get a, I like to get skirt steak there all the time because they have such good skirt steak. They have really good yeah. duck. Good sausage. Is that serious? Is that real? Yeah, they have really yeah, no, they have duck there. They have a, so good, such Keep good duck. Like the skin on it's, and it's all very high quality meat. Like, and it's mm. usually pretty ethically sourced as well. Mm. Yeah, you can buy a, you can buy lamb stew meat or goat meat. Like, it's pretty cool. Meat time. All right, meat time. Pickle time for now. But meat this fact does have to do with cucumbers, though. Gabe, didn't you used to pickle literally everything? Nope, I pickled one thing one time, but it was weird. Never made fun of me. Uh, what? Okay. What did you pickle? Strawberries. I could see that working. It was. It was actually decent. I could see... No, like, because the sweetness... Strawberry... Oh, no, I pickled the anchovies at the same time. I was going to say, I thought you pickled a bunch of stuff and then we made fun of you. Yeah. But the strawberries... (laughs) That one wasn't supposed to be good. It was supposed to be a venture into the edges of the human palate. The Mm. strawberries... I put cloves in the the brine so it was good. Yeah. That was actually pretty good. What I really love is a good pickled garlic. Like, oh, we, or also just like the, the Mexican pickles that you can get where it's like jalapenos, yeah, those are also yeah. carrots. Actually, so do the fact carrots. because if it wraps back around to you actually wanting to pickle things, I am down. I've enjoyed doing this before. But can I absolutely pause at this real quick though? Yes. Fun dip. Like no. It's a pickle. No. Oh, no, that's fine. Back up. No, I thought yeah, you were going to say. People already make Kool-Aid pickles. It's basically that as a concept. I thought he was going to say that you should pickle a fun dip. No. Well. That was so just, just like you get a gherkin instead of instead yeah of yeah. Or, or imagine like a pickle that you dip into like a chili powder. That's my new business idea. I made that I'm pitching I made to you. a face that I'm I'm glad this is an audio medium. Yeah, I don't want people it, to see the face that I just he made was happy a little too much about. Me. It was like it was like the picture that like I don't know what to, the the guy touching his hands to his face and I'm like I, fuck whatever <laughs> anyway, not 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 descriptive enough. Go on, Jeff. Okay. I hope that you guys don't know this one. You might. Okay. But um, do y'all are y'all familiar with Connecticut's pickle law? It's not no. technically a law; it's a regulation, but it's been enshrined no. in case law. Did you forget the last time we talked about Connecticut on this podcast? And I wasn't even sure if I could spell the state, let alone knew anything <laughs> about it. That's about where I'm at. Except I think I can spell it. I can now because I checked. Yeah, I, can, I think I can spell it. It does have a C, but it's silent. It, it's yes. Weird. Yeah. All right. All right. In the 1940s, two men were fined for selling cucumbers as pickles. But the reason that was given, uh, the uh, I think it was either the State Department of Agriculture or the U.S. Department of Agriculture person who busted them said, if dropped from a foot, a pickle should bounce. So, for something to legally be a pickle, according to Connecticut, Connecticut case law, it has, it has to, to bounce, bounce with drop from, from the foot. Okay, Five. wait. Now this gets complicated. Is this the law for pickles or pickled things? I think this things? is specifically for cute pickled cucumbers. Though there is also, and this this isn't part of the fact. There is also like while I was doing research for this, there is some a corollary that goes with it, where there are specific regulations about how acidic your pickles can be. Like, they have to be greater than, like, 4.6 pH, so they can't be very acidic at all. 
if you're selling them, which is weird. And farmers are very unhappy about that because they want to sell more acidic pickles. So the reason I asked what I asked is because of this very interesting cultural issue we have at my work sometimes. Oh, boy. Which is... And I don't mean... Issue might be the wrong word. I just mean, like, a fun... I mean that as, like, a little fun... Yeah, like... Culture clash. Where, like, a lot of the people I work with that are from India will call everything that is pickled a pickle. Yeah. It, but they won't say that about a pickle. They they have they call it something else. But they'll be like, do you want this pickle? And it'll be, like, a piece of mango. That is that is also, like, specifically a, a British thing. Yeah, I know. Like, I know it comes from the British that's, that's British. That's British English. It's not, but it, I tried any, to ex- any preserves are, like, a pickle. I tried to explain that to them, how wild that was to me. Yeah, like, they were pickle, just like, like, to you, pickle singular is... If you say, if you want some of this pickle, you're expecting to be handed a dill to take a bite out of. Yeah, and they're handing me, like, a mango. Or one time they had, like, pickled pickled lemon, and they handed it to me, and they said, have this pickle. And I was like, this, what is You're, like, not even close, but I appreciate the gesture. Um, A pickle? According to regulations. Has to balance. Here's, I think I've cleared the hurdle where I'm imagining dropping a pickle versus a cucumber, and I've accepted the pickle bounce here. I think the pickle would bounce, and I think the cucumber would remain at rest on the floor. I think that... I think I, the cucumber might break. Well, from a foot, it wouldn't break. I one still sometimes get worried that I bought a cucumber instead of a zucchini squash every once in a while. Mm, that's the worst thing that can happen. Yeah, I don't like cucumbers very much, to be honest. They're more like a vehicle for other things, I feel like. I agree. Just to well, eat I, one. I like, they add some nice texture to a yeah. salad. No, they the, crunch. the worst part of a salad. If you put it in a salad, you ruin the salad. That's, that's a absurd very hot take. I, that's absurd I can acknowledge me. that, but that's my opinion. If you put cucumbers on a salad, you have ruined my salad. What about Greek salad? Do you just not eat Greek salad? A it, lot of are, people... the, are the cucumbers whole in a Greek salad? I can't remember. They're sliced, usually. They're always... Then probably. But I can but I can drown it in sauce and be fine. I'll just drown it in the... What's the correct Dressing. Word? No, salad I'm talking sauce. about the, the Greek sauce you can get. That's Suzuki? What I would, yeah, I would just Love drown that it Love that stuff. I did have this discussion recently, honestly, it was probably with you guys, but who knows, what distinguishes a dressing and a sauce. And I think it's just that you would plan to put it on salad. Well, yeah. But, like, which is such a boring fucking answer. Like, I feel like this should go I deeper. also think sauces tend to have at least some cooked component to them, whereas dressing okay. doesn't necessarily have to. I'm going to have to take issue with this wikidiv.com answer to what I just asked, which was... What is the difference between a sauce versus a dressing? A sauce is a liquid condiment or accompaniment to food. A dressing is a medical material applied to a wound. God damn it! Where are you coming from? Just that's like get off of it. That's like the equivalent of like, you know, it's when, that joke where you say the thing wrong and then give a definition of a hump of a like. A like cinnamon. that, yeah. Right, I found a real answer. Typically, sauces are something that was cooked and then maybe chilled later, whereas dressings are almost never cooked. Yeah, that's what I just proposed. That's oh, I missed that while I was reading. Yeah, you said, yeah, you said ridiculous component. thing that I read I, on Wikipedia. I yeah, because now that I think of it, ketchup is ketchup is like cooked. Yeah, ketchup Mayo, is a sauce. Mayo is not cooked. And you don't have to actually cook balsamic vinegar. You can just yeah, exactly. Done. Wow, that was the. It's chill. It's good. I, so glad I was gonna let it. I was gonna let it fly, but uh, <laughs> I, no, don't even. No, no, no. Shaking a dressing motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With his great. wrist in his hand, and then went woo right after. Yeah, really good stuff. Great stuff. Um, that should that should have made a sound. Should I know that it didn't make a sound, and that was the problem. But it should have made a sound. I'm so mad about this wiki diff answer. This is so bad. He's so mad. There's no like this must be pres- like auto generated, right? Like there's no way that someone was like, well, the difference between these two fucking things is that they're not even close to the same thing. Like there's just no. You really don't have to cook any dressings. 
Not really. And also, you and also barbecue sauce. I mean, you don't have to cook. Yeah, you do. Depends on the barbecue sauce. Typically, you. Well, it depends on. Oh, the Oh no! How about sauce. making a bad? It mistake. usually has something in it that's Al- smoked. That's what I'm going. Alabama for. white sauce doesn't. No, that's true. No, no, like a lot of barbecue sauces don't have to be smoked. But the best way to make a barbecue sauce is to like take some drippings from your. But uh, what about smoked meat? French dressing? Because it's ketchup based. What is it? French dressing is ketchup based. But See, what that's else is this in it. So, I think. But it contains is, a sauce. So I think it, I think it negates. It's nothing. The, no, well, you see, I just think it. I think it, the fact that it's it doesn't have to be cooked upon its preparation <laughs> is what differentiates. So a dressing can contain a sauce, but 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 once the sauce comes into the dressing, it is no, no I got longer. It. I got it. Sauce. The, the galaxy brain is like looking at French dressing and going liquid. The, <laughs> the difference is that a dressing. Or a sauce, if dropped from a height of over one foot, must bounce. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing that bugs me is that like mayo chip. People complained about mayo chip, but that's Russian it's just dressing. Russian dressing. Wait, the Alabama white like sauce Russian has mayo dressing. in it. Yeah. Mayo is cooked. Mayo isn't cooked. What? Yeah, it is. It has mayo eggs in it. Cooked. I thought that was why you couldn't refrigerate it, or you have to keep it refrigerated because it had cooked eggs in it. No, it's just has raw eggs. It's raw eggs. Oh, mayo that's even worse. Yeah. Mayo makes it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's raw. why you can't. Microwave mayo, my bad. Yeah. No, I okay. What is the what's the sorry, I, I know we're going pretty deep here. No, no, I love this. The the mayo chuff line that you know the picture that I'm thinking yeah, of with the four. The, the four. Well, what is the f- the, no that's clear. Mayo it, is a condiment. Chuffing is what dogs do when they want to play with it. <laughs> There's Sponsored no way that's a real term for no, what that dogs is the real do. term. Jesus. You know when they're like Oh. It's called chuffing. When it, you know when they like you get they get playful and they act like they're sneezing. I not that's sneezing. genuinely the first I've heard that no, term. No, it's called chuffing. Okay. Horses do it too. That's the sound that you hear from a horse sometimes. I could, I used to be able to do right. I used to be able to do it really good until I got a beard and it weighted down my cheeks too much. To I don't think that the fucking no cool. Okay, let me. This is a super wide tangent, and then we'll have to get back to the chuffing thing. I used to be really good at doing that like fish noise with your cheeks until I grew the beard and I can no longer grab my cheeks well enough to do it. Interesting. No, like the, let me try. It takes me a second to get a good, and then I'll get some real good ASMR on this mic. That's the oh, one! God. That's no. the one, no, I everybody! Hate I hate it! Oh, God. I hate it okay. so much. I was so much better at it before I got the So It's so hard to keep a hold of it and just be like... Ugh. What are the, in that, in good that, God. here's what I'm, in that lineup of Mayo Chup, Cranch, and the other two, what's the full, full list of the four think- horsemen of the... Post capitalist apocalypse. <laughs> Crustered? I don't know. No fucking way is it Crustered? I don't <laughs> Crustered Isn't it uh what's the other one they did? Wait. Okay. Just, what, what were they one called? One of them has barbecue sauce in it. Uh what were they called? Mayo Q. Mayo Q is one of them. Oh uh, well I mean actually I would be down. Hybrid condiments. The thing is, yeah, cranch mayo chip, mayo must. That's oh, what, that's what it was. Mayo must is the one that sounds the worst. That easily. Even like mayo stirred would be better than that. You I know? think I think cranch sounds The thing is, bad. I have... Cranch is fine. I have made all of these combinations on my own for my own use. When did you much eat? on your own? Well, not, not mayo. Must, mayo must, not mayo must. Though I do love the combination of mayo and mustard on a good pup sub. Okay, what I was about to like say... Which mayo? Or sorry, which mustard? Hot mustard. Okay. I, yeah, I understand, I I understand the impulse for honey mustard. I was about to say, like, when did you eat cranch in the exact tone of that one Spongebob bit where they're like, why would you eat snail po? Like, that, that's the same <laughs> revulsion that I reacted. When did you eat cranch? I mean, 
a lot of like popular well Raising Cane's was like a competitor to Zaxby's in like my hometown for a little while and they had a salt wing sauce <laughs> as that, if there is a competitor for Zaxby's yeah it, it got it got Zax- put out of business very quickly but their, their wing sauce which was very good was basically just cranch it was like cranch with like Worcestershire sauce. Kind of like how every single sauce... Well, no sauce... wonder they lost the chicken wars. No, well, I, I do genuinely... I did genuinely enjoy the sauce, and sometimes, like, when I'm making my own tendos or something like that, then Ooh. I will... I did... I made tendos tonight. That's why. I ate. All right. Then I will make some crunch to go with it. Oh, tendos, not nendos. The, I'm less confused one now. Of the, one of the bits that seems to be relatively established here is that I suggest things that we do create a Patreon to sell our souls for money, <laughs> and I propose we mix the four horsemen together. Good and... God. Are they even available anymore? Uh, I don't know. I can... I'm sure they are on eBay. Those must be... Ha- they would be expired. I mean, this would just be mold. Mayo chop is just, like, a thing. Like, in, in like, South America. like If nothing else, we'll make Salsa our own, eat them all on one thing. And call it the kind of apocalypse. So here's here's my question. I think this is, is it all just one-to-one? Or do they have a different ratio than one-to-one? Because when you look at it... It looks like these are pretty big. They can't be one-to-one. That's so irresponsible. <laughs> I don't know why that's the word that pops in my Wait, head. Wait, can we... That's so irresponsible. John beat them out. Because he said crusted, and that's a grosser word than any of these words. <laughs> and they missed that one. That's like the equivalent of peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. People make that, and it's terrible. I know, it peanut exists. peanut butter and jelly is terrible. And no, that's... that's well, that's a load of shit. I hate peanut butter and jelly. All right, I need to... You know what? I need to guess this fact because I need to get home in time to go to bed and get up for work. We've been, we've been on cranch for like 20 minutes. Uh, pickles bouncing. I think pickles do bounce. I'll go true. Is it a regulation in Connecticut that they use? I'll go true. I'm, I'm going to go false because I think that legal precedent just wouldn't work this way. So, it is. Pe- people were fined and that was the reason given. I don't know how well enforced it is, but it is true. It is. A it rape. is a law. It, it, it in case law. It's not. It's not legislated, but it is there in case in case law and in precedent. Hello, police. I dropped my pickle from height of over one. My foot. husband dropped a pickle and it didn't bounce. Please come arrest him. <laughs> Hello. Whoever fucking... sold me these pickles simply sold me unpickled cucumbers. See, I was expecting the the grift here to be like. Like, not with your fact, but with this law, that, like, they said, well, a pickle, or a cucumber is just a pickle, like, waiting to happen. Like, it's just a pickle that hasn't realized its true form yet. Cucumbers are pickles from the moment of germination. Right, they're okay? all they're all pre-pickles. Like, and I, I won't have any liberals coming in here <laughs> and trying to legislate one pickle my, my begins. Pick, my pickle. <laughs> God. This is, this is, listen... We have duty to make sure that every single cucumber that is viable is carried to pickle them. Should we delete this entire episode and then just pickle things for the rest of the show? All right. Let's do a listener fact instead of either of those things. Okay. Uh, here's what I got from Emily. She, I, I did make sure there weren't any pickle-related facts I could use. There are none. So here's where we are instead. Uh, Emily, she said, the woman who wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb is also the person who convinced Abraham Lincoln to make Thanksgiving a national holiday. And they they, were... I, I, the, the, the slight summary background. <clears throat> Sarah Hale really, really wanted the holiday to have one date celebrated throughout the country. So for 17 years, she wrote letters to five presidents in a row, but it was Abe who finally was convinced by her letter. She was also a poet, and Mary Had a Little Lamb was included in her book, Poems for Our Children. What was the name of the woman? Sarah Hale. 
Jerry Hill. Yeah, this is how America worked up until like 1850. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, Abe has a record of taking advice based on letters that he has received. Like, he grew a beard I mean, because a constituent was like, hey, you would probably look good with But one. that's not really what the fact is about. The fact is, like, was it the same person that did Mary Had a Little Lamb? Yeah, there were, again, there were like seven people that <laughs> that did what? Anything. Anything. Yeah, didn't you know Betsy Ross invented the musket? <laughs> that's that's it was, a, it was either people were either doing things of historical note or being the characters that inspired Robert Eggers' movies. Betsy Ross dropped yeah. her sewing machine and it magically was a rifle suddenly. It was a yeah, musket. It was, it's no, that's why they, they invented the needle, the needle gun, yeah, the nail the gun. gun. <laughs> uh, she put her sewing machine in a musket. People don't know this, but Nathan Hale actually worked as a lighthouse keeper and then got killed by a twink. <laughs> Oh, is this this movie I'm hearing yeah. about? All right, People fuck. don't know this, but Betsy Ross actually, by accident, invented the syringe gun from Team Fortress 2. <laughs> Later stolen yeah. by Overwatch. Yeah. People don't know this, but Francis Scott Key invented the nuke, actually. <laughs> he created the thing. Rocket's Red Glare? That was all? That yeah. was... That was yeah, Francis Scott Key is the lead developer on Red Alert 2, and that was what he was, he was predicting. People don't know this, but before he was president... Before John Adams was president, no one had an Adams apple. He invented <laughs> everyone. It's all from his gene pool. <laughs> he, he won the he, he won the election, and everyone like felt it like felt like a force in their neck, and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" And then everyone's throat grew three sizes that day. And you know what's weird? That people don't talk about it because no one remembered not having one after that. It was like this big. It was this timeline shift, like uh, in every movie where there's been one of those. People no. don't know this, but Alexander Hamilton was actually from Puerto Rico and a very good rapper. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but John F. Kennedy actually invented the brain-exploding name. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, like, the fact is true. That wasn't true. This, the, oh. The, the, well, the submitted I mean, fact is true. Yeah, yeah, no, I seriously do believe that this is real. I, I believe it too, because it does sound like stupid early America. That's what I'm fucking saying. Hit me. Or like, everything that was actually good was done by uh, women. Anyway, hey, uh, that's what I have to say about that. It is true. It is yeah. true. Yeah. Lewis and Clark would have been fucked without Sacagawea. Yep. Just, Explanation was, y'all, this is so dang specific. If you don't get it, I will laugh at you. Well, joke's on that's you. That's not how that Emily. works Exactly, fact was but we got specific. it. Was we it, got it. Was it true? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was it was true. true. Yeah. yeah, you can get extremely specific, and that's how you get fucked. Yeah, you can ma- you can make up things that are extremely specific. Like exactly. th- if that pickle thing wasn't true, like also, I just want you guys to know. Apparently, Bethany submitted that whale cancer or that that the, the cancer fact that I busted before I had edited her paper, and that's why I knew. Oh God. <laughs> well, that you could have seen that one. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want them's the stats really quick? Yeah, we sure. Long sure. Here's where we're at. Okay. In third place, we've got John. As usual. <laughs> Forty-five correct, sixty percent. Gabe in second, fifty-four correct, sixty-nine point two three percent. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I, just, I knew I, I could count on you. I guys. would hear about it if I didn't. And then uh, in first place is me with 55 correct for 72.37%. Now, this is where it gets a little important to think about the fact that, like, some people have been busted more. Mm-hmm. So some people have answered more. So we Tell have to about decide. Silver. Okay. If you had said stud, that would have been better for me. 
That's where we have to start deciding if we care about percentage or number correct. Because, like, Gabe is only one behind me, but he is, like, three-ish percent behind because of the slight difference. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I don't know who's been busted the most. That depends. We'll have to start... I'll have to start making very extensive 538 graphics. Info... Infographics. And if if this show ever got, like, really popular, there would be fucking... Like, those things with, like, where the lines split and then they merge back together into the big colorful blocks... Well, actually, I'm not really convinced that, you know, John's really using any real facts, you He's know? He's got any, uh... Thanks, Nate. <laughs> yeah, we'd start talking about which one of us has the momentum. Yeah. And we'd, mm-hmm. Then we'd have to... And we'll say, listen, the model stated that this was a possibility. God. We, we, we deal in probabilities, not guarantees. Well, Nate would be mad at me for having percentages on this spreadsheet, <laughs> not fractions. Oh, boy. Those, these would be some fun fractions. These would be some, uh... I mean, it's pretty simple. Like 52 70 thirds or whatever? Well, I mean, you could approximate it. I'm pretty close to three-fourths. You're, yeah, You're kind of close to... Seven-tenths, yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever. You're what? right at six-tenths. Six-tenths, exactly. Which is three-fifths. Three if you... Oh, God. Yeah. Which is one-and-a-half, two-and-a-halves. <laughs> anyway. No, we got to do our outro shit now. Our intro and outro music is Never Far by James Hunter USA. We're a part of the Pocket Podcast Network. There are a lot of cool shows. Uh, our show, the episode after this, once you listen to this, will be uh, swapped because we're doing like show swaps throughout November. Yes, so the back no... half of November is going to be all show swaps. Yeah, so like yeah. No Dice will be doing our show. No idea what they did. Sure, it was fun. Yes, I know that um, apparently they all took a role as a member of the podcast. And since there are four of them... I'm terrified of that. <laughs> One's Bethany, good. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrified of whoever played me. <laughs> I feel like listening to an impression of myself would be worse than listening to the sound of my own voice. So sorry, <laughs> never listening to that one. <laughs> um, I think let's see. Oh, um, we are going to be doing something on the simultaneous catch feed. Mm-hmm. If you want to check that out, yeah, that'll be in the back half of November. And then Chris and I are going to be on the No Dice episode that we'll be dropping on the same Ooh. day as our next episode, the uh, oh okay twenty ninth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So definitely stick around. Check that out. All right, well, now that we got all that out of the way, until next time, don't believe everything you hear. Yep.